uh, the heart behind the message, um, the voice behind the message um, that is in this dynamic and this dynamic, um, this dynamic book collection of inspirational messages as, you know, God, God did a great work in the lives of his daughters. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about it um, uh, in, in the broadcast, but I just want to make sure that you know that we have such a powerful and dynamic um, woman of God in the studio with us on tonight. So um, go ahead, um, Arthur Zaria, go ahead and just say, Hello. Go ahead and say hello, hello, and greet, greet, greet the audience on tonight. First, I want to say hello to you. Hello, Darren. How are you? Hello, everyone out there listening. I am so excited about tonight, getting your questions, talking about this book, and just making wonderful contact of what God has in store for us with with comes to healing and inspiration and being on purpose and what, what your testimonies can do for others. So let's, I'm ready whenever you are. I'm excited. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. We're all excited because we know that, you know, the scribe saying, God, we just have endless possibilities as, you know, God just leading, got us in conversation and um, empower, inspire, encourage, equip. And, yes, remember, we know that at the scribe's hangout, you know, at the scribe's hangout, that as, as we hang out with one another, amen, somebody, the pen, the scribe within them will be unleashed, amen, um, in the amen. name of you. So we're going to go to a word of prayer. We're going to go to a word of prayer, and then after prayer, we're going to come in and, and get ready to engage in this powerful, this powerful work, collection of work that God has placed inside of this dynamic, amazing woman of God. Let's go to a word of prayer. Oh, gracious Lord, we thank you for bringing us down into this hour. We thank you, oh God, for what it is that you're getting ready to do and the scribes hang out um, in that in which you're going to unleash and release into the lives of your people on today. We thank you, oh God, that as we engage in conversation, that, oh God, that your word will begin to unlock Oh, God, inside of your people, there will be a stirring up, oh, God, on the inside of their spirit that, Lord God, that as your word is released out of our mouths, as we humble ourselves to you and allow you to guide the conversation in which we're going to engage into the today, that it will be the words, the exact words that is needed, oh, God, that will cause, oh, God, someone, um, spirit man in the world, oh, God, to begin to leap, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that it will cause things that are dormant inside of your children to begin, oh, God, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. They begin to arise, to activate, oh God, in the majestic name of Jesus. That it will begin, oh God, to unlock, oh God, of dreams and visions, oh God, and, and purpose, oh God, um, in, in the life of your people. That they will get, oh God, so inspired that the words, oh God, that are released, that it will become like fire shut up in their bones. And, oh God, as it become like fire shut up in their bones, that, Lord God, that they will begin to move in purpose, move in destiny, that they will begin, oh God, to even put the pen and paper together, oh God, and begin to write the story again, that in which you have placed on the inside of them, that the unleashing, the unlocking of the strive, oh God, that they would know, oh God, that because you placed it on the inside of them, oh gracious King, that yes, they can do it in addition, oh God, that it will be a word, oh God, words, oh God, that inspires somebody, that it'd be a message of hope, oh God, 
in the name of Jesus to give strength to somebody on today so that they may continue, oh God, to run in the race in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for this moment in time to be used by you so humbly. Oh God, we humble ourselves before you and place this broadcast in your hands. We commit it to you so that you can do everything that's necessary on tonight um, for your people in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. And it is in Jesus' name that we have prayed. Amen. 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 And amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So on tonight, as we're getting ready to dive into this powerful conversation as uh, you know we're gonna discuss the book beauty for ashes the daughter the father's daughter book one i do want you to go ahead and do us a favor on tonight i want you to go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms go ahead and put it in in your groups with um with your, the authors that you know with Go ahead and put it in your groups with your family, your friends, you know, even business owners and things of that nature. Um, those groups that it's appropriate for you to share it in so that they can come and hear uh, words of inspiration, words of motivation, words that, words that empower, words that enlighten, words that sort of unleash in destinies that cause people to begin um, to move in new heights and depths in the things in which God has called forth in their lives. Go ahead and share this broadcast. You can also text it out, text the link to someone and email it to somebody as well. Um, Glory to God, I just believe that there's some people that's in your circle, people that you know that definitely need to be under the sound of this broadcast on tonight as God just have his way. You can also call in. You can also call in um, on tonight on the call and when we have our Q&A session, when we open that up on tonight, you'll be able to ask questions to our author um, on tonight as well. And you can call in by dialing 563-999-2090. Again, that's 563-999-2090. Your access code is 257-851. And those that are on the website, who are listening through the website or on our social media platforms, those that are on the Facebook platform, you're, you'll be able to make a comment right in the broadcast in which you're listening under, and you can put your questions or comments there, and we would surely um, we'll surely refer them to the author and, and, and talk about it on, on, on live um, over the air, in addition for those that are on the website or the speaker platform. If you're listening live by any other platform, you will have to either get to the website, the Facebook um page with the subscribe hangout or you can call in at 563-999-2090 access code 257-851 if you want to speak directly to the author on tonight amen um glory to god um thank you jesus so we bless each and every last one of you for that also let us go ahead and thank our sponsors for tonight we want to. We would like to thank D Technology for your partnership. If you ever, if you're ever in need, Amen. If you ever have a business need, they have the solution for you. Go visit D Technology 
at www.bitechnologyweb.com for all of your business needs. They are a one-stop shop for business solutions. Glory, glory, glory to God. Again, we'd just like to thank our sponsors, D-Technology. Okay, so now it is time. It is that time we are in the studio again with none other than this dynamic woman of God. And I'm going to get ready to introduce her, um, introduce her to the world as I get ready to read her bio on tonight. As I get ready to read her bio on tonight. And so let's just get to know a little bit about her and then we'll begin to um, hear her heart and her voice on this dynamic anthology that she's put together, Rooted for Ashes, the Father's Daughter's Book. So on tonight, we have in the studio, I'm a dynamic woman of God who is a bestseller, author, ministerial, visionary, entrepreneur, trailblazer, autistic, pathologist, spiritual counselor, and leadership expert, Zaria R. Brightnick. She was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. She attended Southern University and Agriculture and Mechanical College and graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Accounting. She received her Master's of Science in Management from Troy University. As an author, Zaria contributed contributed, I'm sorry, to two amazing international best-selling books, Beyond the Woman and 100 Voices of Inspiration, Awakening and Empowerment. She is placing the finishes touches on her first children's book, School Days, and currently working on a 30-day devotional, God Speaks, to be released soon. Zaria is the founder of Well Women Ministries. It is a, motive, um, it is a movement that provides inspiration and direction for spiritual broken, spiritually broken, battered, beaten, and bruised women that are ready to move fo- forward toward their destiny and that in which God has given unto them by going to the well and becoming well through restoration in God. In 2016, Zaria hosted A Virtuous Life. Her weekly blab.com webcast, which took everyday issues, situations, and implemented Christian applications toward resolution. As a licensed minister and ordained elder, Zaria has shared biblical truth and Christian inspiration in several states in America and around the world. An entrepreneur at heart, Zaria is the owner of Gathering House Publishing. She is also the business co-owner of Eagle Wings, a parent company of Rose Catering, TZ Fashion, and Rams Production. True to her life's matriarch, of glad to serve and to be of service. Zaria's servanthood extends beyond her personal life and covers her personal life as a professional life as well. Zaria is a retired soldier from the United States Army. She serves within the 
the Girl Scout organization as a troop leader and service unit manager. She holds memberships in Black in Government, The Rocks, Inc., Alpha Phi Omega National Service Facility, Phi Beta Lambda Business Fraternity, and Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Zara holds several awards and certifications. She is a highly decorated veteran with 20 years of service with multiple diplomas in leadership and management from various leadership schools from within the Department of Defense. Zaria holds a yellow belt certification in Lean Six Sigma. She holds two certifications from Defense Accusation University, Senior Program Management, and Introductory Information Technology. Zara is a 2015-2016 inductee of the VIP Women of the Year Circle for the National Association of Professional Women, a 2017 member of the Continental Who's Who's, and a 2017 Women of Excellence of Seth Moore's Who's Who's Worldwide. Zari is married to Timothy and is the mother of two beautiful daughters, Jacqueline and Sabrina. To contact this dynamic woman of God. Um, for speaking engagement, leadership seminars, publishing workshops for churches, conferences, retreats, organizations, or special events, please send a request to ZaraRBrightnats at gmail.com and that is Z-A-R-A-R-B-R-O-A-D-E-N-A-Z at gmail.com and we're going to talk a little bit later about the other ways that you can definitely connect with this dynamic woman of God, but I do want to introduce to the Scribes Hangout none other than the phenomenal, amazing, anointed, appointed, dynamic woman of God, um, Zaria R. Brynax, who God is just um, using her to heal, restore, inspire individuals around the world. Again, welcome to the Scribes Hangout, dynamic woman of God. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Glad to awesome. be here. Awesome. We're glad to have you here. So let us get started. What is, you know, what was the inspiration um, behind Beauty for Ashes, the daughters, the father's daughters? Well, um, as you mentioned in my bio, uh, I've, I've co-authored and contributed to two other anthologies that were more spiritual-based but not Christian-based. And I figured, you know, if people in the world can do it, then people of God can definitely do it because I believe in not just outreach but inreach. And God has done so many great and phenomenal things for his children, especially his daughters, that sometimes we forget that we're not alone, that we are in this bubble and we need to see others go through and persevere through their trial. And so that was really the inspiration that I've have a I have a testimony because I've been through the test. And as you're going through your test, you need to be pushed, you need to be held up, you need to be held, you need to have someone walk through with you to know that you're not alone, 
that you can go through the test and be victorious on the other end because you're you're a daughter of the king, the daughter of the most high. Awesome, awesome, absolutely amazing. Amen. Um, you know, to to for those who you have that desire in your heart to birth something, amen, um, for the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of God, um, amen, for the children of God, so that they can begin to live, amen, in, um, in the inheritance that has been given unto us, and, and I just absolutely like it, and also, um, also using um, testimonies, testimonies to encourage and empower other um, other individuals um, through their journey so that they can know that, you know what, if God did it for me, if God, if God did it for them, surely he can do it for me. So I absolutely exactly. love that. And you talked about, you said something um, about, you know, bringing um, to our remembrance, bringing to our remembrance of what God has done unto us. You, you said something about, you know, sometimes we forget. You know, sometimes we forget the path that or the, or the journey that we have come from and we forget what it is that God has done, you know, in our lives. So how important do you feel that the journey, remembering the journey is in the life of an individual to keep them, to keep them motivated? Um, to continue to move forward and also at the same time um, to put them in a place where they're open um, to be a willing testimony um, unto the Lord as they share their journeys with other other people. Oh, I, I think it's highly important. It's probably number one. I feel like when you tell your story, the first thing you do is you close the door so the enemy doesn't have a way in to hold you to condemnation and make you feel like you're not worthy of anything that God has blessed you with because you've gone through. So I think that's the first part, that it helps you with your healing. It helps you as you go and you tell others. It gives you such a freedom to say, you know, God has brought me through this. God has delivered me from this. God has seen me and walked me through certain paths and trials and tribulations. But it's really helpful for others to know that, you know, I'm not by myself, I'm not alone, and someone can walk with me. But in remembering that, I remember when I, you know, when I was a college student and all I had was peanut butter and jelly and a sandwich. I remember those things, so I I know what it's like to be hungry. I may not want to be there. It gives me a motivation to say I need to work hard. I need to continue to strive. I need to do what God has led me to do so I won't get off the path to fall down and get back. And it helps me with accountability because if I told you God has delivered me from something, then I need to be able to walk what I've talked about. And in order to do that, how can I help you if I'm still stumbling sometimes? Sometimes we we get through a certain path and we can walk clearly, but sometimes we want to turn around. I don't need to turn around. I can stand and wait. And that's that's kind of what the remembrance policy does for me. I won't lower my standard because God is the standard and he's brought me through one. He helps me bring others up to a higher standard in him by remembering what he's brought me through just so I won't have to go back. And so I think it's really important. I think it's highly important for us to be able to continue on in our Christian walk and to help others in theirs. Awesome. Absolutely 
love it. Absolutely love it. How long um did it take you to compile to compile this book? Um the actual comp- compiling started in last July. I put out a call for submission and we went into editing in December and we released in March. So it was a little less than a year. Um but that was a fast-paced kind of book to get eight women from across the country that we none of us really I knew some of them but not all of them so to get to know people that you didn't know and to get to to know people that you did and put them all together it's time consuming um but a little little less than almost 9 months uh to do and that that was that was phenomenal to do that that, that is that that is definitely a phenomenal journey um as well we're going to dive in the book in in a moment i just want to um just get a little bit you know just more information um yeah. from you with with the uh, for the audience so this just can get a, a whole lot a, a greater feel for who you are who they're talking to um because you're absolutely amazing and dynamic so <laughs> when did you discover uh, when did you discover your heart or your passion for for writing oh I've always written I've always written and um I remember being in high school uh 20 25 30 years ago and writing um, a complete romance novel. But unfortunately, I didn't have a a, a word processor because we didn't have computers back then, a word processor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I gave my whole manuscript to a friend of mine who had a word processor for her to type it, and she lost it mm. because her family was moving. So I have a lost manuscript out there somewhere, so someone might become rich one day. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but I've always had a heart for writing, whether it be poems or stories. I'm always telling stories. And um, it was right when I got ready to retire from the military, and I, I felt God leading me in a different direction, not to work for the government anymore, but now to embrace the creative person that he's made me and to tell stories in a way uh, that I can get others to help as well as tell my story, whether it be a, in a fiction book or a nonfiction book. And so my heart has been, I'm, I'm going to say since birth, so almost 40. I'll be 44 in July, so almost 44 years. Okay, 44 years. And I know that right. Look, look, I say I was called from the womb a writer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. God said before you was in your mother's womb, yes. I knew you, and he knew he was going to have me to write. <laughs> right, right. He, right yes. There. Yes, I I absolutely love it. And you know, for those who are just in that place where you're questioning, or where you know even others may be questioning, you know, Isaiah said like this. He said, "Listen, you old islands, Amen. Listen, you old islands, Amen. I was called from the womb. God called me from the womb of my mother by name." Amen. Yeah. And he called Amen. you by author. He called you by, you know, whatever it is that he called for for you to be entrepreneur, whatever it was. Amen. He called you by name. So that thing in which he's established way before the foundation of the world. So I just absolutely, absolutely um, love that. So question, what does literary literary success look like to you? Oh, for me, it's real simple. You wrote something. Whether it's published or not, 
you completed the thought, the idea, the story, whatever it is. Um, because most people won't write anything. They'll walk around and say, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, and they never do. So the people or the person or just myself, when I get an idea and I actually sit down and complete it, I've already succeeded because I've done more than what half, half the people will ever do. Um, then to go beyond that, the icing on the cake, <laughs> or I should I say, yeah, the icing on the cake is is getting it published going through the process to get it published, and then all the awards and the accolades on top are like the decorations for me. So just just to complete, and most people don't, just to complete something I think is successful. Um, Wayne Dresky, there's a quote on my children's school over there, Jim, that says, he, Wayne Dresky, the, the hockey player, said, you make 100% of the shots you don't make. And I agree with that. If you don't ever try, you don't ever complete something, you've already failed. Success is when you've done it. It took a took a ninety nine failures in order to make the hundredth candy bar for Hershey. So I wanna be that hundredth can I wanna continue until I get success, which is I just wanna complete the journey. That's all. Right, love it. Success and completion. Completing, completing, um birthing out that that thought. Birthing out you know, that idea. And I love it. She said, even if it never made it to the publisher, if the content is done, yeah. that's some success. I, I I absolutely love it. That is a place of inspiration, a place to be in, um, inspired um, as well. And so, you know, I was, I have this dynamic book, you know, in my hands. Uh, I had the opportunity um, to to dive into this this great this masterpiece, this collection that um, that you've put together here. That God have allowed you to put together and get these eight um, dynamic women to, um, women together um, to show how God just transformed their wounds from worship, pain from pain for praise, and tragedy for trial. Yeah. You know, and, and I just love it as, as you deal with real life issues, real life matters, you know, um, that people deal with each and every day and, and use it to show individuals how you made it over, how God gave you uh, what it was that you need so that you can make it so that you can make it over, you know, even in that testing trying being um, purified while you was in the fire you know and, and things of that nature that look you went through that fire and and you came out you know you you came out unburned you you, you came out you know you healed you came out you know delivered and um, when it was all said and done so I, I absolutely love it and so you have a chapter in in this um anthology and um, <laughs> and it's titled proud didn't conquer me pride yeah. pride didn't conquer me pride didn't conquer me and so you know even when when i first read the title i was like now that that's an interesting title that's a very very interesting title and 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 um so what made you choose to deal with pride um in this particular anthology well for me i think a lot of people won't admit that they have some ounce of pride in them you know, we always want to talk about the positive side of pride when, you know, you look at your children and they've done something well, you want to say, I'm proud of you. But no one wants to talk about that internal pride of what they are ashamed of to of, of to admit to because pride won't let them. Or they 
are scared because pride normally comes normal before the fall. And it pride came before my fall, but it didn't conquer me. And and I have a lot of friends who tell me I'm the most transparent person they know. And so in order to be more transparent, I needed to tell what some people would say is taboo inside of the church or is just taboo in certain cultures. I wanted to say, you know, it's only because we're too prideful to admit when mm. we've done something wrong or we're too prideful to look like we've made what society may say is a mistake or what we believe our values and our morals say is a mistake. We're too prideful to even admit that we've made a mistake. I wanted to, to tell people we're all I'm human. I make mistakes. I'm, I, I succeed in a lot of things, but I fall and fail in a lot of things also. And you only may see the success. Let me show you some of my failures. Let me take the pride out so you, so I can be, to me, pride keeps me from being humble. And I need to be humble before my daddy. I need for him to use me. And I cannot get a big head because pride would make me be very you know, big-headed and all. So I wanted to deal with that and say, this is one thing that I'm not proud of, but I'm proud of it because it made me who I am. And I went through it, and it didn't destroy me at all, by no means. Satan didn't take me out. He might have wanted to, but he didn't take me out, not this time. Awesome. You know, I I absolutely loved it. And you talked about, you know, uh, people get to see, you know, the success. You know, they, they get to see the success. And we kind of cover up, you know, our failures, our blemishes and, you know, and, and things of that nature. And we and we hide, you know, um, behind them to some degree due to, you know, due to some level or some form of pride um, that is there. So what, what would you say to, uh, you know, an individual that, you know, that pride is there? Um, that pride is there, you know, in, in their life and it's keeping them. I heard you say that pride keeps you in a form of bondage. You didn't say it in that particular way. Right. <laughs> but that's just the way I heard it. <laughs> right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so that somebody that pride could just be really holding hostage um, right now for being able to be free and, and to what it is that God has called for for them to be and to do as well I would say you know um, freedom was paid for on the cross freedom is something you really want to be able to enjoy and and release yourself into in order to do that um, yeah we're going to take some hits we're going to put some stuff out there we don't like Um, but I guarantee you the freedom is far more better than the bondage. Uh, one of the authors, the second chapter, Ratasha Jesse Jones, she wrote The Lost Daughter. And I remember when she told me her story over breakfast one day, and she said she wanted to be in the book, and she wrote her chapter. And right before we went to publishing, <laughs> I looked her in the eye and I said, you realize now, you can't take this back. It's out there because it's already at the printer. It's being published. And she said, I know. And as fearful as she was, there was a freedom because it wasn't choking her anymore. It wasn't holding her back. And I would tell people, when you have all this pride holding you back, you're not you're not living the life God has called you to live because you are putting him in a box that he can't 
let others see you in the way that he's created and designed you, that you're fearful in the fact that they're going to see you by what you've done and not by who he's made you to be. And so take a leap. Trust God. Have faith. You only need it the size of a mustard seed, that the pride won't conquer you, that he is bigger than your issue and he's bigger than your pride and he can break those chains and what freedom it is. It's like that, you know, I hate to say it this way, but it's like on roots when Kunta Kinte kept running for freedom because he knew what it tasted like. If you really know what freedom is like, what it's like to be free in Jesus, what it's like to be free in being the person he created you, but you would never want to have chains locking you up ever again. Trust him to loose and let those shackles go and run free in him. It's so sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet indeed. Absolutely, absolutely. And so in freedom, <laughs> Man, you know, you you know, when we say this, you know, uh, the, the scripture says this, you know, you shall know the truth and the truth shall um, set you free. Yeah. The truth shall set you free. And, you know, we have to live in truth. Yes. We have to yes. live in the truth. So that we can um, live in the freedom, have to yeah. live in the freedom, and and so pride, you know, pride um, causes us to live in a a, a false reality, um, live in a false yeah. reality, and so in order to live in um, in that state of freedom, in a state of freedom, we gotta live in truth, and and so you know, in, in your in your um, in your story, you know, you you was you was you were talked about a moment where, you know, where um, one of the ministers, one of the ministers who were, um, you know, one of the ministers that they began to talk to you, and and they they seen the pain, they seen you know the things in in which they seen the hurt that that you were going through. They was able to look in your eyes and, and tell that something was going on something wasn't right you know as you was just you was covering up you know um you was covering up a matter but in the same time of covering it up you know you talked about how you know you wore the mask and where everything looked good and 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 it looked like it looked like everything was okay but it took this one person to really look beyond the outer Right. And look, oh, mm, and look, and to look inside, to mm-hmm. help you come to a a point of a release, a point where um, pride was broken. Let's right. talk about that moment. I remember that moment oh, like it was yesterday. I was sitting at my best friend's kitchen table, and. Um, I had just come back from a, con- a conference for my sorority, and I was sitting at her table ringing her some paraphernalia, and she happened to just look me in the eye and started asking me how my friend was doing and how was I doing. And, and even though I was responding, she was looking in my eyes, and, and people don't realize that the eyes are the windows to your soul. And so she saw exactly what I was feeling versus hearing and seeing what I was saying. And as as she would ask me, how are you? And I would tell her, I'm fine. And she'd be like, mm-hmm, how, are, how are you? And I would say, I'm fine. How was this? She would not let me go. She 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 was really forcing me 
to admit what I did not want to admit. And finally, she broke me. Um, it, it was like when you are prideful, really you become a liar without mm-hmm. really realizing it because that's part of the root. That's part of the fruit from that root of that tree. Because if you're prideful, you don't want people to know who you are. You have to give a story. You have to wear a mask, so you basically have to tell a lie. And if people don't pay attention to you, they'll feed off the lie. But you have to remember what fruit you fed and who you fed it to. Mm. And every time someone comes, you have to make sure you remember the fruit you told them. And so I could no longer tell her the fruit that I was feeding because she wasn't accepting the fruit. So I had to come and chop off the tree and get to the root of the situation and tell her, no, I'm lying. This is what happened. And what I noticed was she didn't judge me. At the time, she was not my best friend. Over a course of time and walking through with me through that particular situation and others, she has evolved into my best friend. But at, at that point, she she wasn't. And I was concerned that she would view me differently, like we all are, which is why we do what we, we do. And when she didn't, when her reaction was, oh, that's all, okay, I still love you. Her vision of me did not change. I realized truth is so much better because I can I can live with the truth. I I can't live with the lie because I have to remember who I told and what I told them and make sure I constantly remember that. That's the bondage. That's the pride sticking in. And when she did that, it broke me, and it broke me in in a in a way where not only did I share tears and I was able to release that, but it broke me in in the sense that it set me free. I didn't run off and tell everybody, (laughs) but I was very discerning after that on who God wanted me to tell until it was time to tell the story to the masses. But it it gave me such a freedom to know that he couldn't hold me, that the enemy couldn't hold me anymore. And that, that moment, because of her, taught me that whole situation about my life. If you continue to hold things in, you will always be stuck. You won't ever be free. And you need those moments to be free. So yeah, and that was that was many many years ago, but it feels like yesterday. Just knowing that I, I was at her kitchen table, I can still see it over a cup of coffee. Wow, that's just that's just absolutely amazing, you know. Uh, and and I love it because you know she took the time. I think usually sometimes we're just so preoccupied, and right. we just we just eat the fruit of what's given. And but if we slow down just just long enough, we can we can tell that something's wrong with this fruit, um, right. and 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 we can begin to discover more, um, to help individuals. And so we just thank God for her and for her just taking that moment because you know I just believe that it 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 unlocks some things in you. It unleashes you know purpose. It unleashes destiny, and which you know kind of got got us on this conversation tonight um as we're dealing with this anthology you know um yeah. <laughs> um as we're dealing with it and so it got us here and because of the road that you traveled that you traveled and so this part of your story and and having having you to the point now that you know what um when you was talking about you know when you when you told her and you just didn't go right out and tell everybody until it was time and in my mind it was just like oh the word is out 
<laughs> it is out. But, you know, it is out so that, you know, the world, for those that who read um, what God has allowed you to read, um, to to pour out in here about, you know, the pride and, and what happened, um, amen, and how you was, uh, how you was broken free from pride, that it can help somebody else who are in that same situation and, and, and things of and things of that nature. And so you guys definitely have to get the book so that you can know the experience, so you can hear about the experience <laughs> um, that took place, you know, um, what what caused her to fall, what what caused the wall of pride to um, to imprison her and, 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 and keep her in a place, and, and, and what took place you know, even the more at, at that table. And uh, one of the things that, that I love about it, you know, after that, you know, you said, look, um, earlier in the story, you talked about how, you know, things that you didn't, you, you hadn't placed across your mind to do and, you know, things of that nature, you know, having um, a husband and having children, you know, wasn't, you know, on, on the top of your to-do list and right. things of that nature. But after, you know, you went through what it was that you went through, you know, it, it, it puts you um, in a, in a place before God where yeah. he changed your whole mindset, your whole mindset. So let's talk about that moment here in the book. Oh, wow. That moment when God changed my whole mindset. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> that 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 was, you know, it, it's amazing. We have these thoughts and plans of what we decide. And if you ever want to to really make God laugh, you make a plan. Because <laughs> if you make a plan, He's gonna really turn it around. It's gonna really be funny. I had in my mind that I did not want to be married. There was no reason I needed to be married. I I, I, w- I used to walk around and tell people I desire you to be, I, you know, I, I desire to be single just like Paul was. <laughs> That's what I used to tell mm-hmm. people. Um, I don't want any children. I, I can just babysit yours. And there was just a breaking, like, after that moment and, and being, again, in, in this woman's house, uh, being in my friend's house, I, I would then look at my look at her kids and look at life and be like, I could do that. You know, God God said I could do that. And he was working on me because he was molding me to be what he wanted me to be by taking away the plans that I saw of myself because I wanted to be what I considered societal success. I wanted to receive a certain kind of rank in the military or or go to certain places and have a certain amount of money in my bank account. And I, I wanted to have a certain amount of freedom to do what I wanted to do and not be held accountable to other people or to other things, and I, you know, which is what we all kind of want. And as I moved through my situation, God kept changing me and saying, but I don't want you that way. I want you to do this, and I want you to you have so much talents and so much love and so much heart that I want you to give it to these people and it taught me about legacy it taught me that what you go through is not for just you it's for other people and most so it's for the generation behind you and you need to have a foot in that generation and you be able to speak into that generation so that moment when he broke me it even though it happened at her her kitchen table 
it broke me through a chain for my life to realize that the plans I had really wasn't what I should have, that it wasn't who he created me to be. And it had me go back and look at who I was. And and I've told often times to people, when I hit the brick wall, I smashed into it. I didn't break, but I did fall. But God picked me up. He dusted me off and he said, now are you ready to be who I made you and not who you want to be? Because those two don't line up. And um, every day I strive to be what God has created me to be. And so, um, like, just hearing you say my bio, I'm like, I did all of that. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I did, but and because and I'm just living my life and I'm doing what God has called me to do. So when people be like, "Oh, you," I'm, I'm like, "Really? I don't, I don't, I don't see that because I have literally said, okay, God, what what is it that you want me to do today? What is it that you want me to do this week? What is it what you want me to do this month, this year, this decade that I can live for you? And whatever fruits come for that, I praise Him for that." I praise him for the success because really this was not this whole life I'm living right now is it was not on my vision board. <laughs> it was not. I love it because you know he said I've declared the plans for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh my God, the plans of the man heart is 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 many, but it's God's purpose that's going to prevail. Yeah. You know, at yeah. the end, you know, of the day of just hearing us to look, you know, in my plan, you know, I, I hit a I hit the brick wall and 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 I failed. I hit the brick wall, um, and 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 I failed and. Um, you know, and in that, you know, God, but, you know, God picked me up, <laughs> you know, the righteous man falls seven times, but he get back up and, and I love it. And yeah. another scripture, he says, you look, um, you may stumble, but I'm going to pick you up with my righteous hand. Yeah. Amen. Um, glory to God. And so, and that's just the love of God that he has for us. You know, sometimes he'll allow us to, you know, um, to think that, you know, we, we're doing it our way. Um, in, until we get to, you know, we come to that point of recognition that, you know what, um, my way is, is keeping me um, in, in, a, in, a, in a place um, that's limiting my success, that's limiting right. um, my capacity to what it is that he's called for, for me to be and what it is that he's called for, for me to do um, as well. And so I just I absolutely um, absolutely um, love that, you know, about it. And then, you know, with him just changing, you know, your whole course, your whole mindset um, to to open you up to a whole new idea, you know, a whole new idea, a whole new concept um, <laughs> that you just, you just, you know, you wasn't phantom. You couldn't phantom because you had, you had, you know, um, some things, you know, set up or some things planned or some things that you desire, you know, to do. And it's just utterly amazing how, you know, God would lead us down a specific paths, you know, in life to come back, um, to get us back to the point um, that we should have, the place where we should have been from the beginning so that we can be in a place where he is ordering, you know, our steps, ordering our steps, you know, um, as well. So, I absolutely, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And so, you know, so with that, with that, just want to, you know, speak to, want you to speak to 
the listener on on tonight who you know they they maybe they uh, is probably in a place where you know they feel that you know what my plan isn't working for me um right now um I feel that you know I'm I'm feeling right now you know um what would be a message of hope a message of inspiration that you could give to them that could change their course you know their course or even that one who may be out there and they saying it's okay everything is okay everything is fine everything is wonderful but down on the inside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is it's, it's a different story right I, I will start off one by saying did you have a conversation with God I call him daddy so did you have a conversation with daddy and and I don't mean did you have a one-sided conversation where you told him everything that you wanted. Did you sit there to hear his reply back to what you have to say? What, and if you did, can you tell me, are you on the path of what he told you? A lot of times we miss out on opportunities because we haven't followed his path and his direction by the steps that were ordered. We like A. We don't really care for number step B. We love step E, so we skip C and D <laughs> to jump to E. Where you, so he's still at the blessing point at B, and you're over at E. You need to get back to B. And in doing that, um, it takes time. It takes for you to have an open heart. And sometimes you don't. You may not want to do what he has to say. You may not like it. You may think this is not working. Here's my scenario for you. You asked God for an oak tree. He gave you an acorn. You have an oak tree. It's just time, seed, seed, time, and harvest. You have to do a little work in order to reap the benefits of what the oak tree is going to do. The Bible says if a man don't work, he doesn't eat. Think about the banquet table that you're going to have after you finish plowing the field that God has put in store for you. And what's so wonderful about God and, and about what my daddy does for his children is he doesn't give you a plan without making preparation. So if he told you to do it, he's already lined up everything for you. It may not just be in your timing. It was 12 years ago that I got broken and I realized pride didn't conquer me. But here it is 12 years later I'm able to say to the world, I won. It takes time, and sometimes it looks defeated, and sometimes it looks like it'd be raining. Everybody loves the sunshine days. I love the rain because you can't get flowers if it's not raining. That's why we have April showers, May flowers. And so I just encourage you to listen to what God has to say and go down his path. He won't. He he will not let you fall. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. He has a plan. The Bible says, "I know the plans I have for you. It's plans to give you hope and a future. It's not to harm you. Trust Him. That even when it looks like it's bleak, He has an out for you, and He will come right in that moment of time when you need Him the most. And so, um, just be encouraged. 
go and have someone to, to, to speak to it. And not just you find that person, but hopefully there's a person already speaking those things into your life. And if not, if people are always being negative, you might need to cut them out. Right? That's kind of what I write about in my first book, Beyond the Woman. People don't need to be in your life every day for a reason, a season, or a lifetime is what they're really there for. And if, they, if they're past their mark, let them go. Go on to something else. God has something better. God has something greater. Just follow his path. Take your time. Don't rush. We live in an instant, gratif- you know, instant gratification society now. Delayed gratification is a wonderful thing. Be patient. It's a virtue, but be patient. And God will make it work. He'll make it work. I, I'm a living witness for it. I am, I am so honored and so blessed with all of the connections and all of the, the, the virtual book tour that I had and the radio interviews like this one that I, I never phantomed my life being in this direction, but I followed his path, and when I thought it was going to be bleak, and I looked at it many a days and said, God, I don't know. You know, I'm not getting a lot of authors in this book. I, I don't. Did you really call me for this? And I would look at something else, and then I would have to check myself and say, okay, but you told me to do this, and I'm going to trust you. This is a faith walk. I'm going to trust you. And I would go, and as soon as I would take one more step, another author would come. And I'd be like, oh, thank you, Lord. Trust him, and he has it. He has. If nobody else has your back, Daddy got your back. Amen. I know that's right. Ain't nobody <laughs> like our Daddy. Exactly. <laughs> nobody. I call him Daddy too. <laughs> okay. See, see, I, I, I know you're my sister, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Nobody's like our Daddy, and and yep. he and he has our back. And just know, you know, for every. Um, for every thing that he has called forth in our lives, everything he has ordered, the bill is already paid. Yeah. Amen. Um, for our lives. And as you recall in, in the book of um second, um, in the book of First Chronicles, that as David was getting ready to pass over kingship over to um Solomon, King Solomon, you know, um, everything Every the masonaries, the carpenters, you know, everybody, the 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 finance and all of that, you know, it was already it had already been established, put together, so that the work can be completed for the temple, amen. And it just the timing, amen. The temple, the design for the temple had already um been laid out because David gave King Solomon three three separate plans, three separate um sets of scrolls. And each of those scrolls, you know, it was dealing with the plans for the temple. And so, and with those plans, you know, he had laid everything out. And that was just a glimpse, or that was just for us as believers to see how our daddy, you know, how he prepares everything for us that he has called for for us to do. And and you said something very powerful, you know, said, you said, you know, the time, you said, look, this was 12 years ago. And it took 12 years. And and we're in, because we live in a microwave society, our God is not microwave. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things that have to take place or that need to take place. And we get into the place of maturity, you know, with the word. And there's a time and a season for every activity under the sun. 
And so we just make sure that we're doing the right activity in the right season. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So that the right. word, you know, can and can come to pass and stick to it. You know, I love it because you said at first, I, you know, many times you questioned and, you know, but you stuck with it and you made it through the process you know you you stuck with it you know even in the every now and then but through the doubts and everything but you did not let your faith fail you you did not allow your faith to fail you and 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 you know and, and that is something you know as an an author and um and just in life in general not to let your faith fail you even you know when things just does not happen in our timing know that God's timing is is different from our timing and but in his perfect timing all things all things will take place and manifest you know um even we're talking about that temple you know they had everything laid out and he had to go and connect with who he needed to connect with and things of that nature um as well so that temple can get be built and it took a couple of years it took somewhere between 12 and 14 years before yeah. that temple um right. you know before it came before it um it was finished before it was finished. And so just with that, you know, God has given us great things. You know, God has um, planned great and mighty things for our lives. And um, he planned empires, those things in which he's called us to rule and reign in and, and over and, and to do. And it's, it's not going to, it's not an overnight job. It is a process. Right. And so stick with the process, stick with the process. Stick with the plan, and as you stick with the process, stick with the plan, you will see the manifestation of God's word come to pass, you know, in your life. And so at, at this time, we want to open up the line. We want to open up chat as well for any questions and comments that you may have for the dynamic woman of God. Again, you definitely got to get a copy of the book so that you would know what was what what was this woman of God wrapped up in with this pride, you know, what was it that she, that, that, that opened the door for pride to come in and, and cause her to fall and, oh, how she got up mightily, oh my Lord, how she got up mightily, how she got up strong. And then in addition, you know, is seven other dynamic stories um, from um, some powerful women as well. Amen. Um, who tell the story, who tell the story uh, and that you should you definitely need to hear about. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you. Jesus. So we're going to open up the lines um, on tonight for those that are listening um, to the broadcast. You definitely can call in. You can call in at 563 um, the access code is 257851. For those that are on the social media platforms and you would like to talk live with the dynamic woman of God, you can call in at 563-999-2090. Your access code is 257851. So while we're waiting um, for um, calls to call in, also, if you could go ahead and if you're on the website, um, on Facebook or the Spreaker um, platform, you can chat, right? You can send a question or comment right from those locations. And then um, we will definitely address them on air um, as well. If you are on 
on the conference line and you would like to speak with the woman of God, just hit star six and it will put you in the queue. And I will call you forth in that in the order in which you are put in the queue to speak with the dynamic woman of God with any questions or comments that you may have uh, with this powerful anointed woman of God on tonight. And we just bless God for the gift that she is um, to the world. And so while we're waiting for people to get in the queue, we're waiting on chat. Um, Arthur Zaria, what I want to do right now is for you to provide the audience with um, ways that they can connect with you and definitely how they can buy this powerful book that is changing mindsets, transforming lives around the world as it is equipping God's people in the truth of his word and people hearing the word um, of, of testimonies from individuals overcome who are empowering others to overcome from the things that they are currently in. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, th- uh, one way you can reach me is uh, through my website. I am a publisher. I own my own publishing company, so gatheringhousepublishing.com. Uh, you're able to get the book on there if you go to the store. You can also get it on Amazon as a Kindle or as a paperback book. Um, I am on a few social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and then I have a LinkedIn account. And so Zara R. Brodenax, uh, Z-A-R-A-R. B-R-O-A-D-E-N-A-X is how all of them are written. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I have a speaker's website where Z-A-R-A-R-B-R-O-A-D-E-N-A-X at gmail.com. All those ways you can reach me. Um, So you can get the book or even the future. I have future books coming out with anthologies that God has released He's starting to conceive inside of me so I can be able to push him out to the world. I have a men's copy of this. It's a sequel. Of, it's the comparison for the men to Beauty for Ashes that hopefully will be out in November is what we're shooting for. So come on, come come look on the website. Come find me on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Send me an email. Well, that's how you can reach me. Awesome. That's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, you know, for your authors that are out there or those who, you know, you, you there's an author on, on the inside of you and you may not feel that, you know, right now this moment I may be ready for a full book and you just want to get a taste of what authorship is like. Um, and, and you want to just get your feet wet in the, and what you're called to do, you know, getting on an anthology is, is one of the ways to go. And so I, I believe I just heard her say, that that she's getting ready to birth, you know, several other anthologies. And so connect with her, continue to um, keep her website, you know, in your view and at the top of your mind so that when she put out the request um, for authors, for writers, that you make sure, you know, as, as it just touch and agree with you and, and things of that nature, that you get in you know, on, on such a powerful work and, and coming to a place where you can get, um, come in and, and work with a collective of authors so that you guys can bring forth um, a, a story, bring forth, you know, a, a, a piece that can help, you know, save somebody, encourage somebody, inspire somebody and things of that nature. And, and that'll well put you on your way to authorship, authorship, 
you know, um, as you, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, sometimes we're just not ready for the whole book and, you know, of at first, but bringing ourselves to a place where, you know, we just put a chapter in a book. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely um, will change our mindsets, not only change our mindset, but it'll also um, position us to also let us know what's on really on the inside of us um, as well. And so it is a point of motivation. You know, sometimes they say, you know, you know, get, do, do um, small success adds up to larger success. Right. And so um, and this this is a way this is a way um, to do it um, as well um, at the same time. And then in addition, you get to meet some wonderful, amazing individuals that work on the project with you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's just amazing. That's absolutely amazing as well. Absolutely amazing yes. as well. Yes. And so and, and one of the benefits too is you don't put the whole cost of forcing, you know, publishing a book on your own you get yes. to split it with the group that's another part that's a benefit as well that you're absolutely right you are absolutely right so it's low cost low you know low cost low budget amen to uh to when it comes to um producing um yes. and, and and literary piece so that's absolutely amazing as well so that's that's absolutely absolutely awesome and i, I love the fact and so since and while we're waiting, um, as well, and I know you said you have a, a men project. You didn't, you didn't give the title of it. Are you looking for um, any males to join that project? And if so, you know how can they become? Um, what What are the requirements and what are the things that they need to do? I know they can connect with you on your website and things of that nature. But are you looking for anybody? If you're going to share any more information about that particular piece. Yes, uh, it's called this. You know, the, the current book that we're talking about now is the, the Father's Daughters. The men's version is called The King's Men, uh, Strong and Mighty. And so I kind of have my anthology series title. So the Father's Daughters and the King's Men is the Christian aspects of what God has for us. So in Strong and Mighty, I'm looking for men who aren't afraid to be transparent, to help other men figure out how to do what God has called them to do in a certain kind of situation that has left them broken, but then God has come back to heal them. Men don't talk like women do. Mm-hmm. They, 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 you know, society tells us men have to be strong. They have to be our strength. They have to be powerful. But if they have a, a weak foundation, they're going to fall. You can only be strong in God. If you want to be a man of valor, You have to be able to figure out what men of valor do. So I'm looking for some men who understand who daddy is and when they've gone through something that has been life-changing, life-altering, how they survived through it by leaning on daddy in it. And that's what made them strong and mighty. Not what society said, but what God did for them in the situation. So that's what I'm looking for. And if they go to my website, gatheringhousepublishing.com, and they hit anthologies, they can sign up there. They can see it's 2,000 words or less. Um, We're looking for stories now, people to buy in now, so we can have it released on, I want to say, November 26th. It's Cyber Monday, so the Monday right after Thanksgiving is when I want to have this book out. So quick deadline, quick deadline. 
But I think it's doable. I think men need each other just as much as women do. We're not islands. We were created to help each other, to be helpmates, to be supporters and encouragers and empowerers of each other. And it's, you know, people always want to write to the woman. We normally leave our brothers out. I want to talk to the brothers. I want, I want, and I know for a fact I can't write in this because mm-hmm. I'm not a man and only a man can speak to a man. So I want some, some men out there who can speak to their brother and give them some strength. Absolutely. That's absolutely powerful. I, I definitely absolutely agree with that. We do um we do leave out, you know, the men are left out a lot and, and they are and they're they're hurting, you know. Um and they're hurting silently because they're always overlooked. Um they're overlooked and and they're told, you know, that, you know, that to be strong, you know, you can't right. They they don't you know they can't um, talk about you know the things that they're going through so they hold so much in and so and I and and I just believe that even through this work that you're getting ready to do you know it, it's gonna help it'll definitely help some men um, in 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 even extending their lifespan because yeah. you know because men are overlooked and nobody take the time to pause for a moment and look deep within um, right. our, our brothers. To, to see that even though you look strong and mighty on the outside and, you know, and everything, but on the inside that there's a, there's a cry of yeah. pain, there's a cry of hurt, there's a cry of disappointment or a cry of shame. And, and, and if they just knew that there was somebody available to talk to or somebody who went through what it, what it is that they are in or they have gone through and and yeah. and and talk about their experience and what God did and um to bring them out and how they came out victorious that you know it will give them that message of hope inspiration in addition to um a roadmap or strategies on how they can come you know from that place of a pain to that place yeah. of purpose ma'am right. I'm excited about that <laughs> 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 yes, I am. I am too. I, I think, you know, we 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 women have conferences. At the conference, at the conference, we have self help book, self motivated book. We have book here, book there. Men, not so much. And mm-hmm. I, I want, I if you're going to be a, a woman who has been healed, you need a man that's been healed. Absolutely. You, need a, you know, oh, we yes. need to be equally yoked. He doesn't need to be walking around trying to be strong he needs to be strong in god so he can help lead you and hold you and band around you you're you're absolutely right and you know i'm working i have something that that god um have that god is placed in my heart for men you know for men as well mm-hmm. yeah. and um Help men speak too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, and it's it's actually a speaker platform for men, and which you know, God just utterly amazes me with that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, I just need a man to hit this up. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, okay, God, you want me to do this anthology for men? Mm, I don't know too many men who who speak about what they're going through, but okay, I'm gonna trust you. I believe right, right. they're gonna come up, and um, and I've had a few who told me I, I want to be in this book, and I said okay, 
That's good. I think it's going to be powerful. And I think when you when I know for me when I stopped trying to put a set number of who I wanted in a book and just let God send them, mm-hmm. it, it became a wonderful project. Awesome. It becomes a wonderful project because it's following God's heart and not my desire. Awesome, awesome. And and that's just absolutely wonderful. That is the way to go. And so I don't I'm not seeing anybody in the queue and I'm checking on our platforms on the three platforms. Um one um the three of the many. But and I'm I'm not seeing anybody in chat. Um any no questions in chat here. So is there anything that we did not discuss in this in this book and your project that you would like for the listeners to know? I would say just for Beauty for Ashes, um, I, I want to really set out that there's myself and seven other women who we have given you truth, our truth, our real-life experience, um, you may like it, you may not, you may not agree with it, you may agree with it, but through it all, the entire message is when you're down, God will pick you up. When you're broken, God will heal you. My favorite person from the Bible is misunderstood in my mind by a lot of people, and it's the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. I love her because people don't see her as a leader. And I do, mm-hmm, because it is. takes a powerful woman. Yes, yeah, she is. It takes a powerful woman to leave a well in the middle of the daytime and go back to a town where no one really wants to talk with her because of her lifestyle and say, come see a man who told me everything I've ever did, and they all go. And so that's, to me, what this book is. It's the woman at the well for today. We're telling you. Come see a man who healed us from everything we've gone through. Come see a man who has fixed something in our lives that was broken. Come see him because he'll do the same for you. And so I just ask that when you read the book, forget who we are as people and hear, hear God speaking to your heart. And I promise you if you do that, you will be touched. I'm not saying that because it's my my book. So many people have told me that, that they've been blessed by it and empowered. It's powerful. And it's not because of me. It's not because of those women. It's because of God, and we trust him, and we put all of that in our stories and in our papers. And hopefully you'll see that when you read it. So that's all I can really say is that if you want to see a modern-day story of some things, how you can get through, because everybody's looking for application from the Bible since it was written so long ago. Here's some ways, some small, tedious ways to say, God, how do I get through this situation? Well, let me tell you, this is how this person did it, and that's what we have here. Rather than that, I think we've probably, we've talked so much, I guess we talk so well that they don't have any questions for us. <laughs> right, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and it has just been so much, you know, in this book. And I, I just want to say, you know, it, it is definitely a powerful collection, and these women have definitely, you know, poured out their heart, and it definitely comes with inspiration applications to help you move um, from, from one place to the next so that you can move in a greater place, in a greater space, in what it is that God has called forth, you know, in your life. It is a dynamic 
book. Um, so definitely make definitely definitely go out and get this this book here. I'm telling you, it is it is worth every cent of it. As it, you know, you can't even put a price on destiny. You you can't you really cannot put life on destiny on being un being leashed into your destiny being uh, coming to a place that that takes you from behind bars and just give you a momentum to um to just go forward in in what it is that God has called forth in your life to put you in a place where you begin to amen to to beautify yourself yeah. beautify everything that is around you as you begin to it it begins to allow you to step in the plan of God that he has called for in your life and we know in that plan of God that's your place of permission your place of promise your place of prosperity right yeah. your 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 place of purpose and once you get in there amen you get to, you get to live in a land of having it all just like she said yeah. you know reading her bio she's like oh i did all of that you know <laughs> I, I i did all of that well she i mean she had you got beat when you're in that mindset and and and, and you begin to think about that because i'm the same way i'm like wow you know because you're living in a place and you're living for god and you know of course he's the what he's doing it through you but you're you're just moving in such a way in the kingdom of god that you you know that it, it is you don't you're not sitting in a place of 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 stagnation or a place that that's slowed down where you can even be trying to begin to try to count the accolades or count the things that you're doing but you're moving in such a way of momentum that i'm doing i'm here to accomplish everything that god has called for for me to accomplish i'm doing everything that he's put in my heart to help somebody to save somebody and all of that and you ain't you ain't counting up you know um all those things um that he's allowing you to that he is allowing you to do because you know sometimes you know people get to county and they get they get rest they be, they begin to rest <laughs> yes they get complacent they right. Get right which means they get fat and, and I, I tell people that i don't want to be fat i want to be empty Right. I yes. want to be completely yes. empty when when it's time for me to go home and see daddy. I want to be empty. I want to know that I have done everything that I was supposed to do. And I tell people I got stories mm -hmm. that I have to tell, and I got to tell them quick because time is short. Come on, now. and people don't realize that time it clicks by. I made the comment earlier. It was twelve years ago that this incident happened. It feels like it was yesterday. It literally feels like it was yesterday because time doesn't stand still. And if we stand still, we're going to get left. Mm -hmm. And I don't have time to be left. I got some things to do. Daddy told me he made me for to do certain things for such a time as this. Yeah. I have to complete those assignments. I have to because if I don't, I'm being disobedient. Right. Amen. I, I was made to do those things, mm -hmm. and if I don't do it, I'm wrong, and I need to be punished because we, we, we do that to our children. When our children don't do what we say, we punish them. The same goes for us. When we don't do what Daddy says, he punishes us. He gives us correction. It's not always bad. It's meant for, for our good, which is what we tell our children. This hurts me more than it hurts you, <laughs> and it's the same. And so in that, I know he created me to do this. I have to finish every assignment. Every story he's given me, I have to birth it. 
and he's given me a lot. He's given me anthologies, he's given me poetry, and he's given me some uh, self-help, and he's given Mm -hmm. me some fiction. I have to finish all of that before I can say, okay, Daddy, I'm done. Right, right. And and, and see, and this is the key, amen, the key to that, because even as what he's given unto her, and even um, even through this book, you know, Beautiful Ashes, the daughters, I'm sorry, the father's daughters, you know, um, even with this book, you know, it is to help other people um, so that they can exchange their ashes for beauty um, and yeah. so that they can be everything that God has called for for them to be. And what I love about it, because it's, it's not for, you know, it's, it's not for you. It's so that others can be unleashed into their destiny. And so you're, you're working and striving and the kingdom of God so that you can help someone else get to that destination that, that when they get to the finish line that he can say job well done job well done and so you're making that sound in the earth and so that's why it's important there's a little yeah you need to get you know this book you feel in a place that you're stuck a place that you lost a place where you're confused a place that you're bound and you're just stuck you know um, and just stuck in a place and you want to be free and and you're looking for freedom you know it is it is such a piece a collection of, of literary work that has been put together to just really empower you in and unleash you, unshackle you from those things that have you stuck, stagnated, feeling busted and disgusted, you know, um, uh, all on the inside. Um, and it is that place to, to help you come to that place of freedom so that you can move and do everything that God has called forth for you to do without leaving one stone unturned. One stone unturned. Amen. Um, so, and, and, and one stone unturned. I'm um, going to God. And so I just, I absolutely love that, you know. I just want to thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. And, you know, what a perfect, I would say this, what a perfect gift to give someone for Mother's Day. Yes. Mother's Day is Sunday. And and I'm not trying to to boost myself or anything, but I believe complete restoration in God and healing in Him is an ultimate gift. We can give our mothers anything, anytime throughout the year. Let them know you really care about their, their soul. Be concerned about their soul, and everything else will follow. It'll, it'll be wonderful for Mother's Day. I'm giving, I, I've already given my mom the book, so I can't give it to her for Mother's Day, but i got a few people I'm going to give it to for Mother's Day to let them know I love them. And, I, and I, because I love you, I want you to know that God's going to help you do everything, and He will, he's right there. And so I thank you for having me on your show. This has been so so much fun for me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, it has been fun for me as well. I have absolutely um, enjoyed it. It has been a powerful, a powerful, powerful interview here with none other the amazing, dynamic um, author Zara Frognick. She is also a publisher, entrepreneur, amen, for the kingdom of God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? <laughs> right. Everybody else to tell their story, but nobody wants to tell ours, so we have to tell our own. Amen. You're absolutely right. Amen. So representing the kingdom of God. And so, like I said, I just absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, Word to God. You know, thank you, Jesus. And we've been talking about her book, her anthology that she's put together and published. By the way, The Father's Daughters, Beauty for Ashes. 
Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Where it is, again, helping women helping women around the world amen to to be trans to be transformed amen into the very image and likeness of christ jesus moving from wounds amen wounds into worship amen being transformed from their pain into praise for praise amen giving up tragedy and obtaining their triumph amen the triumph victory amen in christ jesus um through powerful powerful real life stories amen and just showing how you know um that that sour lemonade you know the sour lemon that they was given how it just turned into a, a, a bowl a glass of sweet lemonade um it get, getting in that opportunity to taste the good life that in which the enemy meant for evil but God meant for their good. Amen. So that lives can be saved. Amen. And so this this work is helping um individuals' lives being saved around the world as it brings comfort, healing, amen, into the daughters of Zion. Um, glory, glory, glory be unto God. We want to thank each and every last one of you as well for hanging out with us at the scribes hangout on the kingdom influencers broadcast and we look forward to joining you you joining us next week next thursday at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time if you have enjoyed this broadcast we would love for you to subscribe to our to our broadcast at the kingdom influencers network dot Com, kingdominfluencenetwork.com and we look forward to being with you next week in Jesus name until next time make the most out of every opportunity make the most out of every opportunity and so keep your pen keep your paper with you you just never know the moment in time when God would release an idea a thought that could change your course in destiny amen that will cause you amen to begin to scribe for our father amen a word a message a story um to help somebody else soul be saved changed life amen transformed in jesus name amen amen and amen